Welcome to the podcast dedicated to helping MSPs sell the right solution at the right price. Not the cheapest solution most businesses want, but the solution they need. When MSPs are selling and providing the very best solution, the state of IT available to the business market is elevated and everyone wins. This is Elevating IT. Welcome to the Elevating IT Podcast. I'm Mike Brooks. I'm your host. And uh, it's a beautiful day here on June 15th. And it's my daughter's birthday, 20 years old today. Um, (laughs) Remarkable. It's a special day for me, but remarkable how fast that went by. So, hey, if you're a parent of a young child and it seems like um, you're, you're running crazy and it's busy and, you know, things move slow, so slow, you, you just enjoy it while you can. Believe me, it goes by way too fast. As soon as they enter, uh, I'd say middle school, uh, things, things went really just haywire fast. But anyway, I'm outside today. It's a beautiful day. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Um, you might hear lawnmowers and birds chirping, but uh, I thought I'd record this outside and really just recording an intro. I already recorded, the the podcast is previously recorded during a Facebook and YouTube live, which I do regularly. So if you want to attend those lives, make sure to go to our Facebook page at Audit, uh, the Audit Facebook page. Just search for Audit Sales Presentation System on Facebook and YouTube and you will find us. You can attend our lives. We do at least one live a week. And this one I, I presented on how to present virtually and this is really geared towards more of it it encompasses just presenting in general right like what you might do for virtual background or regular background or lighting sound and, and that kind of stuff but really this the the idea here is is how to present virtually when you're in a sales presentation when you're in a business review presentation how to present yourself um, correctly professionally um, in a virtual environment because that's what we're all facing now. So uh, I don't want to beat on that too much because I'm going to talk about it on the live. So before I transition over to the recording of our podcast episode for today, I want to make sure if it's if you're listening to this on you know before this before the events happen, we've got two big events coming up: uh, Techcation, Lion Guards putting that on with a bunch of us sponsors. Audit is sponsoring that. And Techcation is tomorrow, which is the 16th and the 17th. So if you happen to listen to this on the 15th of June, go ahead and register for that. Um, you can go to our blog, actually, if you go to audit4it.com slash two, the number two, huge events. So audit4it.com slash two huge events. Go to that and I, it, it basically goes over what Techcation is and the other event, which is next week, is MVP Growth Fest, which is going to be awesome with um, four panel discussions plus Magic Johnson is going to be a keynote. He's going to be interviewed by Matt Solomon and Kevin Lancaster. So it's going to be great and I highly recommend you go to both. So you can find out more about them at audit4it.com slash two huge events. And without further ado, here's this week's podcast episode. Okay, so what I said in the um, in in the post was, you know, everything's changed. <laughs> everything's changed. I don't need to tell you that. And you've probably been hearing it like again and again and again. And I want to just really go over how to present what you do 
from a sales and market from a sales perspective, you know, your sales presentation, how you present yourself when you're in a sale. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to present yourself. Um, presenting yourself just doing a live is different, right? Um, if you're doing something that's uh, more needs more professional touch compared to something that is just, you know, a couple of friends hanging out on a Zoom. I think the new normal, right? Post COVID, everybody's kind of gotten used to using Zoom. Everybody's gotten used to virtual events, getting together and not being so professional, right? Like these days, if a dog jumps in your lap or your your kid is is coming in the middle of a of a meeting, nobody's really looking at that any differently than 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 normal, right? Like it's a normal thing now. So, um, but I want to talk about specifically about how to present professionally, right? To amp to kick up your your presentations when you're selling. When you're doing business reviews, when you're doing, you know, whether technical business reviews, QBRs, ABRs, whatever you call them, when you're doing those presentations that need to be really professional, I want to talk about how to prepare for that. And this is going to help you in any kind of presentation that you do online, anytime, whether you're just turning on your camera and talking to your camera, like I'm talking to you on a live right now. Um, but obviously that sales presentation needs to be polished, needs to be professional. And what, what, what we want to do is make sure, what I want to do is make sure that your virtual presentations are just as polished and professional as your live presentations were when you before you did them. Even more so now, right? We, we got to make them even more professional now. We got to kick it up even more. So I have a lot of experience with this. Um, I've been online for a long time. Before I did this, I owned a martial arts school. Before I did, um, I've, I've had a lot of fun jobs. My my. I jumped out of the workforce, which ironically, I was an IT, IT, I worked in an IT department, which if you know me as uh, you know, people who know my technical aptitude would know that sounds ridiculous right now. Like me, my first job out of school was actually doing what you, you MSPs do, which is crazy to think about. I shouldn't be doing any kind of computer work, but as a sales and marketing, I'm pretty good at that. So I got my start running this martial arts school and I got online pretty early because what happened was all of a sudden everything started and not even not even everything but i realized something had changed and i jumped into kind of google and paying attention to what was going on with google and, and youtube pretty early and i was actually i was researching i was trying to find my first video i've closed probably 10 different youtube accounts down in the years i wish i had my very first video that i ever did but i'm i'm i believe it was in this in maybe the spring of 2006 six, which is a long time ago when you think about it, but not so long when you think about how, how, you know, YouTube is only 16 years old, right? It launched in, in 2005. I was actually, I'm going to see if I can share my screen here. Let's see if I can do this. I'm going to see screen is easy as with two monitors. No, I can't do it, but I'm going to, I'm going to put this in the comments because this is pretty cool. I found the very first YouTube video. And it was the guy who founded YouTube, put it up, right? I, didn't, I thought that was kind of cool little uh, trivia. I'll put it in, I'll put it in the, uh, the comments. The guy's name um, is, I forget his name, Jawed, Jawed Karim, Karim. I don't know if it's Karim or Karim. Um, let me put it in the comments here so you see it. Let's see, where are the comments? Oh, there, there we are. You got to check the, uh, you know what? I'm going to put it in later because I don't want you jumping to it while I'm talking. Um, 
so come back. I'll, I'll put that later. But it's the very first video. It's really cool to, to look at that now. Wow, the very first YouTube video. So anyway, I'm going to go through, you know, I, I've been on YouTube. I've been doing these things. I, I created online courses. I used to create like, I used to have my own online course that taught other martial arts school owners to do what we were doing at my martial arts school. That was a long time ago, 2007, I launched that. And when you think about what was going on back then, people didn't know yet what an internet marketing person was. Like when I told people I was into internet marketing, they'd look at me like, what? Internet marketing? What is that? Doesn't even make sense. Now it's a job title. <laughs> internet marketing, widely known. But um, anyway, so I've got a bit of experience here. I've got some really professional equipment that I actually don't use. And I'm going to show you how to do things on a, on a, that are really easy to do. I'm all about ease of use. And, and I'll kind of start off with um, what I'll kind of want to present to you on this is, let's see. That's interesting. Uh, there we go. So the first thing we're going to talk about is preparation. Prepare. And when you are preparing for your presentation, you're doing things like making sure that your bandwidth is good, right? I'm using a system that I know is going to work well live, even in lower bandwidth, because I don't have the best um, bandwidth here. And, and that's just my, you know, I'm at home. It's, I should probably up it, but Make sure you check your internet connections. Make sure your speed is, is good with Zoom. I know that Zoom is a, is a hog, right? Like I can't go live on Zoom. Um, I just can't because it's going gonna, it's gonna to look choppy. It's going to be start and stop. It's just Zoom is too heavy. So prepare for those kind of things. Plan everything. Practice what you're going to be doing. Practice your presentation. Um, I think, you know, if you're going out on a sales presentation, you should be practicing whether you, and this should be nothing new, really. This should be like, you did this when you did regular sales presentations. So I want you bringing the same thing, but with practicing and preparing, you're not only practicing how you're going to present to a person, but you're preparing for problems, you know, issues with computer equipment, connectivity, um, Turn off all distractions that ding or pop up at you in the middle of things, right? Turn off Slack. Turn off your email. I closed my email down um, because it dings every time every time I, you know, an email comes in. So I want to make sure that the dinging is not there and in your ear when I'm presenting to you, right? So uh, testing the sound, testing everything before you go live. Make sure your camera works. Make sure your, your microphone is on. Um, I use this microphone here and notice, I don't know if hopefully you can see this. Let me make sure I'm looking at the wrong screen. Yeah, you can see this. See that? If I press this, it's going That means it's muted, right? So you couldn't hear me if I press that. And I can't tell you how many times I've adjusted my mic and muted myself. So I'm really careful. I prepare for everything when you're going on. Uh, next is camera setup. We'll talk about camera setup. So the quality of the camera I'm not as concerned with. Don't run out. I don't think you need to run out and buy a fancy pants camera. I'm using my Mac and it's just fine. The, the quality comes out fine. Now a trick is that the better the lighting, the better, the least better your camera has to be. I don't know if that's a real word, but you, 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 can, you can actually get away with a lower quality camera as long as your lighting is good. So lighting is more important than the camera quality. Uh, my camera's just off my Mac. Um, using a smartphone camera is perfectly acceptable and fine. Um, 
let's see what else do I want to talk to you about the camera um, standing or sitting um, people ask should I stand or sit while I'm presenting um, standings usually typically for like a presentation of a like a talking head type sales video not a selling situation when you're one-on-one -on -one with a person if you're with a person if you're meeting with a person selling I like sitting because that's what you would be doing in person and that's going to be a recurring theme as I talk about these tips is just do what you would do in person when in doubt do what you do do what you do in person so you probably wouldn't stand in the front of the room as you're presenting, you're having a conversation with somebody in a QBR in, in a business review or a sales presentation, same thing applies. Um, let's see, I think, keep in mind the way you do this. Yeah, I said that. Okay. So I'm, I'm bopping back and forth between the screen here. So if you have comments, please feel free to, uh, to, to ask questions. Let's talk about your room that you broadcast in. Um, the room is really important. A couple of things like you'll notice I, I have a um, bookshelf behind me. It's the best spot in the house for me to do things. Um, it's the best. It doesn't have to be in an office. Let me just say that you can do it on a white wall, but it's best in an office with a door that closes and no echo. So noisy, noisy rooms, rooms with echoes are going to cause problems for you barking dogs, you want to keep that to a minimum. So I, I do it. I'm lucky enough to have an office in my house, but if you don't find a place in your house where, you know, usually a bedroom is great if you can set it up the right way. You don't want to do it from your bed, but a bedroom is nice because usually a lot of times they're carpeted. Um, they have curtains. So there's things in the room to, to diminish sound and echo and you can close a door. And setting it up is a different story. You want to be able to set it up professionally. So um, in my room here where I am, again, the, the ceilings are probably, um, if I'm six foot, the ceilings are probably, what, eight foot, 10 foot? They're, they're, they're low and they're drop panel ceilings. So they totally deaden the noise. There's, there's carpet on the ground. There's books behind me. There's curtain in front of me. So in front of me is a window. Never have the window behind you. You don't want to sit with your window behind you because light's gonna gonna kill you. Um, and also, d don't uh, don't you know if the sun is kind of glaring weird at you, like you you may have want to close the curtains and use external lighting. Like natural light is great. Natural light can be great, but natural light doesn't stay constant. So that's a problem. Like sometimes, you know, I've been on, and we've all been on those, right? You, and, and they're fine with just lives and interviews and things where it's where it's conversational. But when you're doing a sales presentation, you don't want it to go from sunset to dark while you're doing your presentation. So let's see. I talked about the room. Let's go to backdrop. So to backdrop or not to backdrop. So. I don't like virtual backdrops. I'm not a fan of virtual backdrops at all because I think they look weird. Um, that people, so you have to be sitting certain distance from a virtual backdrop. You have to have good lighting because the, the worse your lighting is, the more the backdrop disappears and makes weird odd things happen. I've seen people disappear totally. You know, they lean back and it the backdrop moves. So unless you have a green screen and you have good lighting and you know how to do it, I would stay away from virtual backdrops. 
There is nothing wrong with presenting uh, in front of a wall. I've seen shows, I've seen professional shows where they just drop a backdrop and present to that. Now, I have a professional backdrop. I have a roll that goes, you know, hangs up and comes down. I have green screens that I can put behind me, but they are harder to light than this. This is very forgiving. So if you can find a bookshelf, uh, pictures that are appropriate, make sure they're appropriate. These are all business books. These are all sales and marketing books and psychology books. So they speak to people. There's some fun things up here, right? Like I've got a little bit of my fun, uh, you know, my comic book stuff up there that, that brings a little personality into it. So there's thought that went into how this is looking, like what it looks like behind me. Um, you know, pop culture combined with marketing and sales books and psychology books, which is what I'm, what, what I do. So you want to make it congruent, but there's nothing wrong with having a couple of pictures on a wall and a backdrop, a simple backdrop. Now there is a system you can get which is, let me make sure I got the website right here for you. Um, there's a thing called AnyVoo, A-N-Y-V-O-O.com. Um, check them out. If you want to do a professional backdrop, these folks actually, it's cool because they're a family of entrepreneurs, very entrepreneurial family, and they developed this during COVID, I believe. At least I found it during COVID, but it's perfect for this because the idea is you can just set up the backdrop behind you and it's made for being on a Zoom. It's made for being in front of a, a camera like this. So you just, it's like this, it's only about like, I think six feet high. So if you're sitting, it's perfect for that. And you've got a professional backdrop. So you get your logo, you can put like a design on there. That's, that's, then you have a static background. But again, don't think that you can't just have a basically a blank wall, a clean wall behind you, right? Lighting. Let's talk about lighting. So lighting is probably lighting and sound, or the, and I'm going to talk about sound next. Those are the two most important things for doing a good presentation. I have two inexpensive stand-up lights. I'm going to try and show them to you. Let me see if I can do this without wrecking things. Unplug the camera. So I want to show you what this, without showing you the complete mess of my office, what this looks like. There's one. It's all it is, is a stand light. These are umbrella lights and you can get these on Amazon for under a hundred bucks. There's my window and there's the other light. So they're on about a 45 degree angle and I've got them pointed at the ceiling. So I don't have the umbrella diffuser on there. I just point them at the ceiling because I got a low ceiling and it's white and it just... It can, I don't have to worry about playing with shadows. When you point lights at you, you have weird shadows. When you have backdrops, you have weird shadows that you have to adjust for, especially the green screen. You really have to adjust for, for a green screen to be perfect. Otherwise, you have that, this weird silhouette around you. So I just I, I try and make it as easy on me as I can. You don't see any weird shadows on me because I just have it, again, pointed at the ceiling, floating down. There's effects you can do, like you get a... Um, if I had a backdrop, I have a little light that's just a regular bulb. These these um, umbrella lights, I actually, I buy the umbrella lights from, I think I got them from Amazon. I want to say they were 60 bucks. Uh, and then I bought from bhphoto.com is where I buy my light bulbs. I buy 500 watt light bulbs. They're really good. They're going to light this room perfectly. Um, and then there's, I've got a small light that's just a regular 
uh, fluorescent, you know, 60 watt bulb that I would put behind me to light the backdrop a little bit. If I used a backdrop or if I didn't have good light here, I would, I would put that to light me a little bit, especially if I've got a backdrop. Um, so that does help sound. I talked to you about sound. Sound is, um, the, the better your sound, the more professional it is. The two biggest things with videos that people will tell you they are, are the, the, how they judge videos even if they don't realize it, is on the sound quality and the lighting quality. A lot of that doesn't matter as much anymore because everybody's used to doing, everybody's used to seeing homemade videos, everybody's used to seeing low production quality videos. So you don't necessarily have to um, worry about that stuff anymore. But again, we're talking about a sales presentation, a QBR presentation. You want to make them as professional as you can. Uh, I want to go back to, I do want to go back to camera setup. So camera setup for a moment. I missed this point. So I'm going to go back to camera setup. I'm going to back this up. With camera setup, notice that um, how I have my camera positioned. I have my computer. Uh, if you saw my desk, my desk is a normal desk and I have a stand that I purchased. It's like a lap stool, a lap stand. It's designed so that uh, the, the design of this, it's it's kind of like this um, little table that has, it goes like this. And it's probably about, I want to say eight inches in height. And I use a uh, Bluetooth keyboard so that I can put my laptop on this. And this is the whole purpose of that is so the can't the eye of the camera is at my eye level so that I'm sitting here looking like I'm at a normal height, right? I've got my chair set up so that it's right. Like, so that's at a certain height and I've got my camera. So that's a certain height. So it looks, I look like I'm, you know, I'm not like this or, you know, set it up so that the camera is, look, you look like you're on TV, you know, almost like you're on TV. All right, so let's go back to sound. Uh, this is a great little mic. It's called a Blue Yeti. It's relatively inexpensive. It's a USB mic, and it has this gain on it where I can turn the gain down low enough so that if my phone starts buzzing near me, which it did like five times during this, you're not going to hear it because it's not picking that up. It's not far enough away unless I hit, hit the gain with my finger in the wrong way. I got to always make sure I didn't mute things. So, um, yeah, I think lighting is probably the most important thing, really. Have good lighting. I would highly recommend go on Facebook and just search for umbrella lights, umbrella light stands. They're, they come in a pair. Sometimes they come with like an extra smaller backdrop light, but the, you want the two umbrella lights. And if you don't have a, you know, test it out. You want to do it the way, like 45 degree angle in front of you, two lights, 500 watt bulbs from BH Photo, B&H Photo in New York. They're great. Um, they're, they're so inexpensive, but it really ups the game for you. Next thing, uh, be present. Be on camera, even if they're not. So if you're doing a meeting, resist the urge to stay off camera. Everybody gets on Zoom meetings, and I do it too. You know, when I'm doing demos throughout the day, I know that I know that people I'm certain people I'm doing stuff with they don't they don't want to be on camera and they don't want to feel bullied into being on camera but when you're doing a sales presentation I would really get on camera for that and I would tell them in in, in you know hey we're going to be on camera you don't need to be on camera if you don't want to let them you know let them off the hook but you should be on camera because 
we're in the relationship business when we're selling, right? We're, we're being on screen will help you build rapport, helps bring the emotion into it, which also means dress for the part. So I'm wearing my audit t-shirt. Uh, that's acceptable for what I'm, what I'm doing. But if, if I wouldn't show up with this in person, then I do. If you see me at a, on a, on a show, I'm going to be wearing the same shirt. So if you're selling and working with a client um, on virtual, wear what you would wear if you're there in person. That's the golden rule. Again, um, we're always talking about doing it the way you would do it in real life. Um, have a solid on-screen presentation, right? Never go to a sales presentation empty-handed. Never go to a sales presentation and go, you know what? Let's talk about this and then I'll send you a quote. Nuh-uh. Don't do it. Um, let's see. Make sure I don't miss anything from my notes. Um, using Zoom, you can share, obviously share your screen. So the best way is use a PowerPoint. You know, get a PowerPoint together. If you don't have audit, audit was developed for this kind of thing. Audit was built for you to do virtual presentations with perfectly. You can generate your audit report into a version that is PowerPoint. You can generate it into a PDF that you give to them, print, bind, and put it in front of them, or simply present it in PowerPoint. Do not change how you present just because you're not in person. You know, if you use professional materials, you want to keep using professional materials. If you're not using professional materials, you should. You absolutely should have a solid presentation. I wrote a blog post about, and we talked about that last week on another live, not allowing um, the, the sale to be lost because you just hand somebody a quote. Go through a sales presentation from start to finish, close them, get a yes. Next thing, we're almost done. I got two more, three more left. Be yourself. Be yourself. You don't need to act like anyone else just because you're on camera. Just be yourself. You know, when I'm talking to the camera, I'm talking to, I'm pretending I'm talking to somebody in person. I'm not any different. I think people have a phobia. And I remember when I first started doing uh, videos, I had a marketing agency at the time and I was helping people with videos. I loved doing videos and um, it came natural to me. And I was talking to a guy and I was going to record him. I was basically asking him questions. He would answer it and I would put it online for him. And as soon as I turned on the camera, this guy changed into somebody else and he started dictating and, and um, really being aggressive at the camera. I'm like, why are you doing that? I'm like, this is not for you to be an actor. This is for you to be yourself. Let you come through. Just be yourself. You know, I can't stress that enough. Don't try to be someone else. Don't fake it. Don't act like somebody. Be Act like yourself. Um, quality presentation material. We touched on that a little bit with, um, you know, having a solid on-screen presentation, but uh, it's a little pitch for audit, quite frankly, because this is what audit was created for, is you have audit, you have a professional presentation that works, whether you're on-screen, whether you're not on-screen, it's just the perfect tool for you. And, and I think audit was made for this kind of environment because when you're selling in person, you know, virtually, when you're selling virtually, it's harder. It's going to be harder. And audit's going to make it so much easier for you. All right, last tip. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. So what I do is I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to do this religiously. If I was going to go and do a presentation, I wasn't comfortable presenting it. I would write it up and I would memorize it. 
or I would put it, sometimes I use teleprompters or I have notes on the screen. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if you feel weird about it, tell them, listen, I'm, I've got notes on my screen or I've got notes here in my hand just so I make sure that I cover everything we are need to cover in the sales presentation. So if I look down at the screen, uh, don't, you know, it's just because I'm checking my notes. I'm always trying to look at the camera because I'm trying to make eye contact with you even though we're not in person is a big difference, right? Then standing, staring at the screen like this, a little tougher if you're interviewing people, because if you're interviewing people, we're used to looking at them. So the zoom person may be over here and I'm looking and talking to, to, to Frank when I'm interviewing him, I'm staring at him, but really I should be staring at the camera because he's going to see me or you're going to see me staring into the camera. And that makes a big difference. Eye contact is really, really important. So, I highly suggest turning on a recorder. If you don't have something to record a video of you on your on your um, laptop or computer or your smartphone, whatever, um, just do it on Zoom. Set up a mock Zoom, set up a private meeting for yourself and just go in there and record yourself. I love and highly suggest you record your sales conversations, your business review conversations, because you will learn a ton by watching them after you've done them. So these are my tips for presenting like a champion virtually. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. I'm going to turn off the banner now. Let's see, hide that. There we go. Um, I'll leave you with this that I highly recommend you check out our latest blog post. If it's uh, not after June, depending on when you watch this, if you're, if you're watching the recording, um, we've got two big events we're sponsoring coming up. Techcation by LionGuard's putting that on with 10 other, 10 of us vendors are sponsoring it. We're sponsoring it. It's going to be great. That's coming up next week, I believe. Today's the 10th. I'm recording this on June 10th. And if you are watching this on June 10th, go register now because you're going to get a um, entered into a, a cool raffle for both uh, ear, ear, earphones. But you got to do it today. And if you go to... Um, let me make sure I got this link right. I'm going to put a couple links in the, in, the, in here. Audit. It is two big events. You should go to this. This is a blog post that I put up that um, talks about both the events, Techcation and MVP Growth Fest. I'm excited about them both. Um, uh, Matt Solomon from ID Agent is going to be interviewing Magic Johnson on MVP Growth Fest. I can't wait for that. Magic Johnson is an amazing businessman. Really, I mean, not amazing basketball player, uh, but he's an amazing businessman. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Uh, forget about all this. I mean, there's great speakers. Uh, Techcation is presentations and Growth Fest is going to be some panel discussions. Great stuff. Highly recommend you go there. And I did promise you uh, the video from... Let me make sure I got that. I'm going to put this in here too. This is the video from the founder of um, YouTube, one of the founders of YouTube. It's a pretty cool story. Pretty cool story about these guys. So this was like the very first video on YouTube from the founder of YouTube back in 2005. Crazy. Hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for sticking with me for 28 minutes and 23 seconds. I uh, hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if you need anything, and I'm here for you guys. My email is mike at audit4it.com. Make it a great day.